This is Carolyn Hawley. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle at North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell Specialty Repair. Hendrickson's Fine Jewelry, the place to go for that special someone. Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC. Stop by their new location at 512 North 13th Street in Boise, online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Coach Skip Hall. Today, we want to remember our good friend Bill Buckner, who passed away this week. We want to share his story in his own words. And here's our conversation. Our special guest today on Game Plan for Life is uh, a name that's very familiar in the baseball world, but uh, also here in the Treasure Valley, and that is Bill Buckner. Bill, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks, Kip. Absolutely. Well, Bill has is, uh, is, uh, done a lot of things in his life, but uh, we're going to talk about his, his early years, and we're going to talk a little bit at first about the baseball, because baseball was... Uh, big part of your life for how many 22 years in the major leagues yes 22 years and played with uh what were the who were the teams that you you all you played for well i started out with the dodgers in la and then got traded to the cubs in 1977 and then in 84 i got traded to the red sox uh but i left there to go to the angels uh and played there about a year and a half and then in, went to kansas city played two years well, I know that uh, hitting was was a forte of yours, and and I believe one year you actually won the what do they call it the silver bat. I did, yeah, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. So you led the the league in hitting, and and that's an accomplishment uh, for sure. Yeah, it was kind of a fun fun thing. I mean, with back then the Cubs weren't playing like they are today. But I think we were in last place, uh, and it went down to the last. Came the season, I just needed to get one hit, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't get any. But uh, it, it was uh, the fun thing about it was my teammates and how happy they were for me, and uh, it was uh, quite a thrill. Oh. I have the silver bat in the house. Yeah, absolutely, I've seen it in that room of yours. You've got a room, a baseball room, and boy, is that a treasure treasure chest. A lot of good memories. A lot of great memories, and that's what you take away from the game. And the same thing's true in coaching. You, you remember all those those great uh, great things that you went through. Well, Bill, as you think back about that twenty two year baseball career in the major leagues, what really rings loud and clear to you now that you look back? And what were some of the real important things that uh, that you've carried on from that? Well, I, I think uh, you know, I think professional sports. Uh, to perform at that level, you have to be pretty focused. And uh, the other thing is, is the opportunity to, to have a job that uh, you know that you played as a kid just for fun. And uh, you know, sometimes it was you know you had to pinch yourself and appreciate you know the opportunity that you had to to play a game, uh, have a job that uh, 
every day you really look forward to going. And uh, there wasn't one day over my major league career where I didn't look forward to going to the ballpark all the way to the last day when I was 40 years old. Wow. Well, I think that's something that kind of gets lost in this day and age is the, the business of fun. You know, it's still a game, and it should be fun, and, and it just seems like there's a lot of pressure applied to young players today. What would you say to that? Well, uh, just kind of what I talked about, it. just, you know, try to enjoy the game and appreciate, uh, you know, the gifts that God gave you to go out and perform like that and the opportunity you have. And, you know, you have an opportunity to uh, talk to a lot of kids, too, and, uh, you know, help them, uh, whether it's with their baseball or just, their life, uh, a lot of opportunities there to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Bill, you have a very interesting story. Uh, it's an it's a tremendous story uh, about your childhood and what you what you worked your way through. And I'd like you to kind of go back and and let's let's pick it up early on and and talk about uh, your life growing up and how you eventually got into the big leagues. Well. Uh you know, I spent a lot of time, uh, you know, playing baseball. We, we used to go to the park every day. If we weren't playing a game, we were at the school park uh, playing over the line or something, uh, and that that helped uh, develop uh, our game. But anyway, I grew up in, in California. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of money, uh, but we didn't do without, didn't seem. Uh, my dad uh, kind of got us started in sports. He, he played a little bit in junior college, and... Uh, coached in the Little League a little bit, and, and uh, uh, it was, I was very fortunate to have that. I remember uh, him teaching us how to slide in the living room. We kind of messed up my mom's uh, carpet a little bit. But, <laughs> she probably wasn't happy. Yeah, but anyway, uh, you know, my father had a drinking problem, and, uh, you know, it got pretty ugly uh, to the point where I think my mom was going to leave, and then shortly thereafter, he got in a car accident and uh, was in the hospital, and then uh, uh, he ended up committing suicide. And, mm. and you know, I was 14 years old. Wow. And, you know, I had to deal with that. And I think um, you know, when you're put in that situation and at, a, at such a young age, you kind of you know, to survive, you got to go you know, one or two directions. You go up or you go down. Mm. You know, and uh, I, I focused on going up and focused on school, you know, I was obsessed with that, uh, you know, to always get the highest grade and get straight A's and work hard. And then that at sports, you know, we did those all the time. And uh, it was my outlet, uh, you know, being around my buddies and doing something that we enjoyed doing. And so uh, anyway, that was, that was, you know, kind of a tough way to get started that i you know i was felt bad i wish i'd been a little bit older that i could you know some way help my father but uh didn't happen you know and i still think about even today that you know he never got an opportunity to watch me play professionally and Mm. i i wish he could have yeah yeah well then it was on to college talk to us about your college career well i got recruited for quite a few colleges uh mostly for baseball or football uh you know usc notre dame a lot of all the top schools uh and i was going to go to stanford and uh just had one more school to visit and that was uh, usc southern cal and 
went to a recruiting party with uh, Rod Data, who was a famous college coach with USC, and he had uh, uh, Yogi Berra there, Casey Stingle, you wow. know, all these great uh, baseball dignitaries, and uh, I was kind of wooed over to the Trojans, so I ended up uh, signing a letter of intent to play football and baseball there, but uh, then I ended up uh, getting drafted by the Dodgers that summer, and after uh, working in a baseball rock factory for a couple weeks, I did decided I wanted to try baseball so my mother was a little disappointed she was disappointed I didn't go to Stanford uh, and she's a little disappointed I didn't uh, go to college before uh, signing but uh, you know it, it it worked out well it, it's a tough business I, you know I had two brothers that played professional baseball bounced around the minor leagues one for 10 years and the other one for three or four and you know you don't make any money and you know and it's it's a tough way to go but you know, they wouldn't trade it for anything. They enjoyed the opportunity, but uh, it's a tough business. Very small percentage of people get signed. Very smaller percentage uh, make it to the big leagues, and uh, you have to be very fortunate. Mm, wow. Well, Bill, through all this, what you went through is in your childhood and, and uh, losing your dad at an early age and and working through and getting into, finally getting into the uh, to the majors, getting drafted and all. What role has faith played for you through all of this? Well, uh, you know, I, I think it, 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 this is, you know, all important. I mean, I don't think uh, I would have been able to have the career I did. Uh, in fact, I know, uh, you know, because I, I had a pretty major, uh, you know, ankle injury and a staph infection. And, uh, you know, when I was with the first year with the Cubs and, uh you know, quite honestly, uh, it, it looked like it was the end of the career, so I had to deal with that. And and uh, they didn't have all the rehab uh, that they do today. And uh, so, uh, you know, I, I didn't think that I was going to last more than two or three years and ended up lasting 22. And I think that's what I'm most proud of. I, I think, you know, there were a lot of players uh, that had my ability or much more ability but I don't think a lot of them could have gone out there and played uh, on a daily basis when, you know, I had to soak my ankle in ice three times a day for 20 minutes. Mm. Uh, you know, it was, it was, but God gave me the strength to do that. Uh, first part of my career, I, did, I, I didn't know the Lord. I went to Chicago with the Cubs, and, uh, you know, I was kind of, you know, floundering. I, uh, you know, just thinking, you know, I, here I am in the big leagues, very op- great opportunity, making good money, and uh, you know, it's just something was missing. You know, I wasn't raised in a Christian family. I probably went to church twice. Uh, and we got to the Cubs. Uh, they had baseball chapel. Uh, we, I started going to and listening, and had a lot of great speakers. And then uh, I had a pitcher named Dave Roberts who uh, was traded to the Cubs that, that in, you know, 77, I believe, or 78. And, uh, you know, he was a strong Christian. And, you know, we back then we played all day games at Wrigley Field, so we had the evenings at home. We'd be sitting around. I, I invited him to live in my home because uh, he had gotten traded in the middle of the season. It's very hard to move families around and all that and get a place to stay. So he moved in with me, and I definitely... Uh, by design from from God that, that he would show up in my life and you know we read he read to me in the Bible we talked a lot and uh, 
you know, before that season was over, I gave my life to Christ and became a Christian. And, uh, you know, it, it just kind of uh, lifted a lot of weight off my shoulders and just, you know, all the, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressures day to day, you know, just surviving and playing, you know, physically. Uh, and God uh, gave me the strength to get through, you know, playing with an injury all the time. And, and uh, you know, I ended up having a pretty pretty awesome career. But I know that, uh, you know, he got, got me through those years when, uh, you know, when, when things were tough physically. Well, that uh, certainly was uh, some trial and error, and and uh, but the the longevity, uh, the, the length that you played, uh, that speaks volumes uh, for for you not only your ability but your your effort. I think that uh, that probably was, and your mindset were probably two key factors through that all. Um, Bill, you mentioned Dave Roberts. Um, who were some of the other players or managers that? had an impact on your life uh you know i just i think a, a lot of them i mean some of them professionally uh you know the way they went about their business uh you know with, with motivation and, and taught me a lot about the game uh you know we had a lot of a lot of strong christians on the team and we did bible study and uh you know i i some of the guys, uh, you know, that pop up, Marty Barrett, Dwight Evans, you know, guys that, you know, you could count on when things got tough that'd be there to support you and pray with you and get to, um, you know, all the things that uh, are difficult to get through. And, and uh, you know, God was able to, you know, give us the strength to do that. Mm. We're talking with Bill Buckner, uh, former Major League Baseball player of 22 years, and uh, he and his wife Jody live here in Boise now for some years. And uh, Bill, I know family is important to you. Tell us about your family. Well, I've got three kids. Uh, in fact, I got married to Jody uh, 1980, the year I won the batting title. So she she puts claims <laughs> for all that. Uh, she takes credit. Yeah. So I guess. Uh, I give her give, I'll give her credit for that, but uh, uh, yeah, I have, uh, two daughters. Uh, one of them lives in town here. Just uh, had a baby this past year. In fact, one year anniversary for our grandson uh, Sunday. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I have an older daughter that's not married. To, was an actress for ten years, and now she's trying to find her way. Hopefully, she'll. You know, get into something that, uh, that she enjoys doing. And then I had a son that is living in Texas, works there, played ball growing up, spent a lot of time coaching and getting involved with his sports. So that was a lot of fun. And then he went to college in Texas, and uh, I, I was very proud of him being able to play Division One baseball. And he had aspirations of playing the major leagues. Uh, he had an opportunity to go to spring training with the Cubs. Uh, one of the years I was coaching with them, so that was quite a thrill being able to watch him uh, perform. He did really well. Uh, unfortunately, his senior year in college, he had a very really severe knee injury and uh, just wasn't able to hold up. So his professional baseball career lasted about three three weeks. But uh, it's a good memory for him and uh, and for us and. Uh, you know, been married, I think, 
36 years to Jody might be better one get, more. Better, one get that, better get that right. Yeah, one, one, <laughs> I'll get it right when uh, February rolls around. Okay, okay. Well, Bill, I know that you're a firm believer that mentors matter. I mean, you've you've been around some great mentors, and you've mentored a lot of uh, folks too, younger players, I'm sure, and youth. And I know you do. You do some hitting uh, camps, don't you? You've got a hitting camp. Well, we did for a lot of years. Okay. Uh, I think over 20 years. We kind of Paul Peterson, uh, the football coach for uh, Eagle. Eagle. Uh, mm-hmm. He uh, he kind of ran the ran the camps, and he got busy doing baseball instruction so you know you know he's very grateful that i spent a lot of time uh, having teaching him and coaching him how to teach these kids so he's a great instructor now and stays very very busy with with lessons and so mm. forth but I, i've done a couple of lessons but i haven't really sure. gotten into it sure so. sure but you do uh, still do card shows you still uh, fly around the country and, and sign autographs at card shows i understand yeah i do all kinds of things i do speeches, uh, card shows, is just a big variety of stuff. And uh, some of it's a challenge. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's an opportunity for, you know, players to, to get get together, see some old teammates, and, uh, you know, make a little spending change. Sure. There you go, a little pocket money. Um, Bill, let's uh, have you put your coaching hat on here for just a minute. And uh, what would you say... Uh, to the, to the youth uh, of today, I mean, not just about baseball, but just in general about how important sports is, and to get you know on the right track, and your academics, and things like that. What would you say to them? Well, you know, I I, I just say there's a lot, you know there's a lot of opportunity out there, uh, good and bad, and uh, you know uh, when I when I first signed professionally. Uh, I remember the first game I struck out, and I I went the last two seasons of my high school career without any strikeouts, and I struck out one time, and I thought it was the end of the world. But uh, you know, you you got to be competitive, but and but you got to enjoy the opportunity that you that you have, and you know, getting you know, getting to get along with your teammates, uh, you know, being a motivator. I mean. I try to tell the kids, you know, that yeah, you know, it's it's frustrating hitting, and you know, you even the great hitters make out seventy percent of the time. So, you know, you got to be able to deal with that. I think it's it's you learn more valuable lessons in life uh, when you have when you go through some tough times because you learn how to, you know, get out of those and and uh, be positive and and you know it's. It's, I think it's a great thing when you can, you know, as, as a teammate, be an encourager rather than a criticizer. And uh, I think the encouragement goes a long way. It sure works better. Uh, and I know in my my uh, coaching career was uh, no doubt when you build them up and coach them up rather than coaching them down or yelling and screaming at them, that, that doesn't go very far. No, and try to, you know, try to make it fun. I mean, you know, baseball... Uh, can get a little slow sometimes, especially when you get starting in little league, and you know guys are just learning how to catch the ball and throw the ball, hit the ball, can uh, be pretty frustrating. So you got to be, you know, a motivator. You got to be an encourager, uh, and then you know try to have, you know, enjoy it, have fun, appreciate uh, what God, the ability that God gave you. Mm, great stuff. 
Well, Bill, um, we've talked about what you'd say to the to the youth of today. What would you say to the parents or grandparents? What what role we talked about encourager and and all that? What role can the parent or the grandparent play? I know I go to some of these little league games and whatever, and I see some of the the most shocking things, and and, and it's unbelievable. Parents get carried away and. But what what do you what do you what would you say to the parents the grandparents that can be so supportive? Well, uh, you know, first of all, let the coaches do what they're supposed to be doing. You know, coaching your kids and putting the time and effort to do that, and be, appreciate what the coaches do for your kids. And you know, and the coaches today it's gotten kind of crazy. Everybody wants their kid to be a major league, and they they put them in these special traveling teams, and you know they're playing baseball year round. And I I think. You know, you need a break from that. I, I'm, I'm big on kids that have the ability to play all three sports to do it, you know, at a young age. I think, you know, athletically you develop uh, and mentally and just, you know, enjoy the opportunity and not, uh, you know, you're not going to make the major leagues when you're in Little League. And I, people are sending traveling teams, spending mm-hmm. a lot of money, uh so my my suggestion is just you know let the let your kid do what's enjoyable to him and uh, you know let him make the decisions. Yep, yep, excellent. Well, Bill, I know that you're a board member for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and, and it's a great organization. I've been involved with it for 47 years, and I just know what life changing experiences that that can have too to kind of keep the kids grounded. Uh, Talk to us a little bit about your your experiences with FCA and and how you feel about that. Well, I've been involved for a long time on the board here in Boise, and they, you know, it's it was a struggle up and down getting it started, and uh, uh, and then we lose the director. So it's been a challenge, but it's, we're very strong now. We, you know, with Ken Lewis uh, leading us, uh, you know, it's become very strong, and we got I don't know twelve. 14 people on the board where originally we just had a, you know three or four of us who go back a long way so um, they just do a lot of good things the camps uh, are terrific that they have the opportunity to, to go to here um, you know I, I've done the baseball part the last few years and uh, had a lot of fun with that um, but you know the, it's, it's just such a positive and, and good good thing that to that uh, it's in, we've got it so strong in the valley that kids have an opportunity to learn about God and, and uh, learn how to play sports the right way and and uh, very grateful being involved with FCA. Well, Bill, uh, we've been talking with Bill Buckner, the uh, former Major League Baseball player of 22 years. Uh, Bill, I know that you and your wife, Jody, have been uh, involved in community things and you've given back a lot. Uh, obviously, the sport... Baseball gave a lot to you, but you guys are giving back in the community, and and uh, I know a lot of people really appreciate that and appreciate you guys. And um, what are some of the other things that? Uh, what does Bill? <laughs> I'm going to go right into your sweet spot now. What does Bill like to do when he can and get away? Well, uh, you know, I was a big hunter fisherman growing up. That's part of the reason I ended up in Idaho, and uh, still do a little bit of that. I'm going to go archery elk hunting. Uh, first part of next week and see if I can spend a week or two out in the woods and still enjoy doing that. I, it might be my last year. I don't know. Getting a little old for that. But, uh, I've, you know, I've tried to play a lot of golf. Very frustrating game. 
but still enjoy being out there. And uh, so those are the two hobbies that I I have. But we travel a lot, and uh, uh, Jody and I enjoy doing things together. Yeah, that's that's terrific. Well. Again, Bill, we just want to say thanks for being on the Game Plan for Life uh, show today, and we want to wish you and Jody nothing but the best. And, uh, again, we appreciate all that you do for so many, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. All right, Skip. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Associated Insurance Services, the leader in workers' comp and risk management consulting. Our policyholders are our owners, so we work for you. Associated Insurance Services, Hollingshead Eye Center. See the difference experience makes. For more information, 208-336-8700. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Dominoes. Oh, yes, we did. Rocket Express Car Wash, it's a blast. And Hoffman Auto Body, Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. If you would like more information on how you and your business can become a sponsor of Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall, just call the radio station at 208-377-3790 and someone will help you get in the game. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.